Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, and I'll be one of your hosts for today. And the other host is? Yes, I am Naja's co-host, Zenobia Bailey here. Thank you, Zenobia. You know, I was thinking before I got we got started here, this is our third podcast, isn't it? It is. And, it's and we've been, been having a, a good nice, time. A very nice time, just chatting away. Yes, yes. So today we're going to talk about dreams that originate from God, and then what is our response to dreams that come from God? So let me just say there are natural dreams that don't have anything to do with communication with God. However, in the Bible, we have many examples of those who dreamed, and just to name a few, Jacob, Joseph, Gideon, Solomon, Daniel, and then Joseph and Daniel were given the gift to interpret dreams. I'm going to challenge our listeners to do a little research and maybe research some of those biblical characters that I mentioned and find out what types of dreams they had. But what we find in the dreams that come from God is that he often instructs, he warns, he clarifies, and he enlightens through dreams. Today's podcast is entitled Dare to Dream, and to dream as in a series of thoughts, images, ideas, emotions and sensations occurring involuntarily in the mind during certain stages of sleep. And then also equating dreams to contemplating the possibility of doing something with the emphasis on the word possibility. So dare to dream. About 25 years ago, I asked myself, do I dare to dream? And I honestly could not answer that question with a yes or no. So I began to pray, and I asked God, and he responded. It wasn't with an audible voice, but he definitely spoke to my spirit and said, yes, you can do anything that I have called you to do or all that you desire to do as long as it is aligned with my word and will for you. I like that. I love that. You like that, Zenobia? Oh, I love that. So after I heard that, though, from God, I got to thinking. I said, oh, boy, that doesn't really sound too exciting. My initial thought was that God was confining me with rules and regulations, and I didn't fully understand the freedom that comes from being aligned with his word and will for me. Once I got past that uh, faulty thinking of thinking that he was putting me in a small space in which to operate, I began to see that it was his permission for me to think outside of the box that I had created for myself. And it was at that time that I began to go, let go, and envision what God had for me and still has for me today. So what dreams did I have that were buried deep down within? Now, we're talking about a 25-plus year span. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those thoughts that came to me over time that I considered my wildest dreams. And I'll share at least three of them with you, and they're in no particular order. The first dream was for me to be in full-time ministry. So years ago, I could see myself in ministry full-time, but I didn't quite know how that was going to happen. I was a single parent, and I had to work in order to provide for my family. 
And I recall an older woman in the church had actually said she saw me as being a pastor's wife. Well, I can say that there are no marriage proposals on the table yet, so still trying to figure out how that could have happened. How was it that I was going to be in ministry full-time? The second dream was to be able to return to school to complete my master's degree. So I had attempted uh, master's work in 1985, and it was short-lived because my youngest son was 18 months old. And again, I was a single parent, and I knew I needed to work. So that was a dream that was deferred, much to my disappointment. The third dream was to be able to travel abroad. And I literally had not been out of the U.S. except for going back and forth over the Canadian border into Vancouver, British Columbia, which is about three hours from Seattle, the same driving time from Seattle to Portland, Oregon. You see, what I had to do is I had to receive the dream, which I had, and then and the dream was from God, but it was all about his timing. So I returned to school at age 48 and finished my master's degree at age 50. And then I, I went back to school when my son was, had graduated from high school. So that was a deferred dream from about 18 months old to year 18, so quite a few years in between there. And then I was able to start to travel abroad. And at age 50, I actually gave myself a graduation gift, and I went on a Mexican Riviera cruise. And since then, mm. I've been able to travel internationally. I've been to China, India, Turkey, Panama, Belize, Cozumel, Costa Rica, and the Eastern Caribbean. And Zenobia, now that I'm in my 60s, God yes. has blessed me with an opportunity to be in ministry full-time through my nonprofit organization, Yield to the King Ministry. And when I say full-time ministry, that basically means that I don't have that split commitment between work and ministry. I've sort of always been in ministry, but I've always considered it extracurricular activity. Now I get to focus on what God has called me to do. This is wonderful. Oh, isn't that exciting? Yes, it's just absolutely wonderful. Just listening to you talk about your dreams, Naja, and to see how all of them have just come full circle. Um, it wasn't your dream to be a pastor's wife. That has not happened yet, and it still could happen. But all of the others, it's just wonderful. It's just... I, to, you know, putting, this pod, put, putting the podcast together caused me to go back and look at what has God done for me over this time span. I mean, because these are things that have been with me for just for, you know, for for decades. I mean, you yes. know, it's just... Just amazing. So so I had to believe the dream, and then I had to know that the interpretation is trustworthy. So I had to also commit the carrying out of my dreams and our plans to God. And when I thought about it, I could say that, after all, he gave me the desire to travel, to complete school, and to be in ministry. A passage that comes to mind is, Delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that's in Psalm chapter 37, verse 4. And today, Zenobia, I continue to dream, and I dream big. I, I dream large. That's I pray, I, I pray, I seek, and I trust the Lord is moving me in his direction, granting me the desires of my heart so that I can realize all that I do dream. And I like to f share a few scriptures. And the first one, and they're all from the New King James Version. The first one is John chapter 15, verse 
15, and it says, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. See, when I commit my plans to the Lord and not get ahead of him or try to do something that's outside of his will or not in alignment with his will, I'm trying to do it separate from him. And it, the word says, apart from me, you can do nothing. That's Philippians right. 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And believe me, when I went back to school at age 48 and I was working full time, I needed to find strength outside of myself. I'd get mm-hmm. off work and I'd be, I'd be tired. I'd have to write a paper. I'd have to research. I had to physically go to class because this was just kind of right on the brink of the whole online school approach. And I had to find my strength in, in Jesus Christ. And the other passage is Proverbs 16:3 that says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. So he gave me the dreams. I believed them. The interpretation was trustworthy. I could do nothing apart from him. And so here we are today, the opportunity that he gave me to be able to realize the dreams. The other passage I want to share is Joel 2:28, and it says, And afterward I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. And that prophecy was fulfilled in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 17, where on the day of the Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came. And Peter passed, uh, his message was that he repeated what Joel had prophesied. And he said, he said, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. So the question for today is, if any of you have listened to any of my podcasts in the past, you know I always like to ask those thought-provoking questions. And the question today is, young men, will you dare to dream? And then if Mm -hmm. I ask the young men, I have to ask the young women, will you dare to dream? And then for the more seasoned adults, I would say old men, Will you dare to dream? And then if I ask the men, I have to ask the women also. Will you dare to dream? And if I'm talking about young and old and uh, young men and young women, older women and older men, I have to ask the children, will you dare to dream? Children have a tendency to have a more vivid imagination than us adults do. For some reason, we get to a point where we think that we've lived long enough and we've our life has been full and we don't dream as, as often as we can or we should. And particularly, maybe we're receiving something from God and we don't respond to it. So, Zenobia, can you think of a time where you were given a dream from the Lord and he brought it to pass and you were able to realize it in your life? Yes. Um, <clears throat> just listening to you, I... Um... There are many, many dreams, but um, in particular, I guess, with the time we have left, I'd like to hone in on the fact that um, the Lord took me in a direction in school that I had not planned, and uh, which became uh, journalism and communication. And I had started, I'm a pretty good writer, and I had started to want to do the ultimate that a writer desires to do, which is to do a book. Uh-huh. And I began, I and I still have chapters of a particular book that has, that has not yet been completed. I'm not even sure it will be completed, but God has allowed me to co-author and have published uh, two uh, books 
that I am a co-author co-author um, in, and I have contributed to as a co-author to two other books um, that are on hold at the moment. But in addition to that, you know, just trying to reach the masses with uh, the good news of the Lord God. Uh huh. This podcast. I mean. You know, you know, but people listening don't necessarily know, and I'm going to share this. I came from the total other side of the country to the Seattle area, never knew this nausea brown, and God forged us together through a woman's conference that then turned into the fact that I would attend a Bible study that nausea was teaching, and a friendship developed, and from that f- friendship, this podcast developed. And Here so we two are women about the same age who desire to serve the Lord uh, in full-time ministry. Now, I'm not uh-huh. fully full-time yet, but I see God moving me in that direction and that he would create, he would create this podcast for the two of us to come together on and share his good news with as many as he brings to hear. I think that's just wonderful. That's it. That That is wonderful. And I, I thank God for us uh, having that opportunity to meet and to see where he has brought both of us to. I do so as which, well. Another, another not in this, that, that's unrelated to <clears throat> um, these kinds of goals and yet very much, uh, very much, um, Christian-based goals was, and I'm sure you had something similar to this because most women do, being able to see my children come to an age, I said, Lord, can they get through high school? If you should take me, can you at least leave me here until my children finish high school? And now my youngest is 27 and my oldest is 32, and to God be the glory. Amen. Thank you for that, Zenobia. So I'd like to ask our audience to ask yourselves, do I dare to dream? And that when you ask yourself that question, let your answer be a resounding yes, I will dream and believe that God will bring it to pass. So as we close, I want to thank you for listening, and may you realize the dreams that God has given you. And I want to leave you with this benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. And we will talk with you in about two weeks. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. (laughs) Bye, everyone.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.